Hey listeners, welcome back. This is Maria Coca with Abriendo Puertas, episode one, a podcast about all things real estate. Today is Wednesday, April 21st, 2021. And in today's episode, we are going to talk about the state of real estate, the housing market in the U.S. And to tell us all about it, we will talk to Ricardo Cortazar. Ricardo is a veteran of the industry with over 18 years of experience. He is currently the branch manager and associate broker with Coldwell Banker Realty. He earned a Bachelor's of Science in Business Management from the University of Arizona. We will try not to hold it against them. And a minor in Spanish. Ricardo has been the recipient of many awards, including the Arizona Hispanic Chamber of Commerce 40 Under 40 Award in 2007, the Phoenix Business Journal 40 Under 40 Top Leaders Award, and in 2012, he was one of 10 influential Latinos chosen for a private meeting with then-presidential candidate Mitt Romney. Ricardo, welcome to Abriendo Puertas. We are so delighted that you are here with us. As I mentioned in the introduction, you have been in real estate for a long time. Can you tell us about what is happening in the U.S. market right now in the housing market, specifically here in Arizona? Yes. Well, thank you, Maria, for taking the time to sit down with me and interview me. Um, I'll tell you what, we are and experience a challenging market. Okay. Challenging in what ways? In the ways that we have no inventory. We have a lot of people willing to buy real estate. And then interest rates are at an all-time low. If you look at what the Fed's done the last couple of days, they've lowered interest rates again. People can now buy houses at an under 3% interest rate. A couple of years ago, they were at 7 So that means cut in half, but we have no inventory. So that's why I say challenging, because it is supply and demand. There is no supply, but there's a lot of demand because interest rates are so great. So it's up to our agents in our office to find those sellers that are still on the fence and don't know what the next thing lies for them as far as them selling their homes. Can I find a home if I sell right now? Believe it or not, you can. Every day somebody buys, every day somebody sells. Wow, no, talk about um, talk about supply and demand. There's a huge imbalance right now, right? So everywhere we hear people are looking for a house and just there's just no inventory. Um, so how is this affecting the market, would you say, for like a first-time home buyer? Like if he's trying, he saved his pennies, you know, they've been saving for years. This is their first time at, you know, at a shot at owning a house. What would you say and how can this, how can agents like us help him compete in today's market? Well, believe it or not, if that first time home buyer, it's competitive for everybody. First time or not first time. But I gotta tell you, if you're working with real estate professionals that know what's going on in the market, you're already ahead of the game. Why? Because that real estate agent's not gonna give up. I gotta tell you, I hear it often where agents tell me that they are making offers on something that's already got 20 offers. They hear that there's 20 offers coming. But what if the other agents on the opposite end too hear that and say, you know what, I already know they're not gonna submit my offer, so you know what, I'm, I'm gonna pass. That makes it 19. 
And then there's still other 19 agents that might say the same thing. What if your client is the one that actually wins it because there's not enough offers in there that are competitive? That's why I tell my agents, hey, we started this, we gotta finish it. So let's help every client get to the finish line. Exactly. Well, I'm so glad that, that you said that because sometimes we do us make assumptions. You know, we hear something and that deters us from taking action. So I'm, I'm really glad that you that you mentioned that. Um, so I wanted to talk to you a little bit more about, um, you know, the real estate. So I'm a new agent, right? So I just got my license. I'm, I'm taking a deep dive into this this whole new industry and I'm, and I'm really trying to learn. So I introduced to folks as I'm a new agent and sometimes they're a little hesitant. They're like, oh, congratulations. I can see a lot of he hes hesitancy in their voice because a lot of them remember back in 2008 when the whole housing market bubbled up and then it crashed. A lot of them lost their their homes a lot of it lost their savings so there's a little trauma in there and they're concerned that today's market might be similar to that and they're a little bit scared to get into the market how would you respond to something like this are we headed for another bust okay well let me cut that question because there's like three different questions yes. in that same one <laughs> and uh, first and foremost want to start off by congratulations you got your license a lot of people you know, pretend to be pseudo real estate practitioners without a license. You went through the school 90 hours and it wasn't easy and you still got to pass the exam. I will always pick a person with passion over a person that says they've got a lot of experience because passion will always get you from start to finish. Experience sometimes says, hey, you know what? I don't want to do that because it might be this, this, this and this. Mm -hmm. So congratulations. And you know what? Like I said, I'd always pick an agent based on passion. Okay. Excellent. The second question you had about, you know, as far as, uh, uh, is it a good time to buy? Yeah. Well, it's different for everybody. I got to tell you, if you're looking for a house, you should buy. If you're looking to sell, you should sell because it's different strokes for different folks. There's no way in timing the market. It's kind of like the stock market. You don't time the market. You spend time in the market. People that have made money in real estate have always spent more time in their homes because eventually their homes grow in appreciation, okay? Their value goes up. But if you're gonna time the market and try to get in when it's low, and then all of a sudden wait for a market to go up, wow, that's a fool's man's game. Yeah. Because nobody knows what the future holds. True. You know, a lot of people were doing that, banking that in 2000, and then all of a sudden, you know, September 11th happened. Yes. The market fell for a little bit. A lot of people got stuck with, you know, arm rates that did, weren't uh, beneficial to them. So things change all the time. Now, the third question you asked obviously had to do with respect to the bubble. Mm -hmm. People are afraid, hesitant to make a purchase because they think that we're headed for another bubble. I gotta tell you, one thing that's different about this surge in, in purchases of homes is the fact that this time, people are actually putting money down. Mm. When you have a difference before in 2004, five and six, people were getting in with you know zero to 3% down, down payment. So if they were only putting in you know, $500 to do an appraisal or an inspection, they had no skin in the game. Yeah. It's not my money, it's the banks. Banks were so lenient on their, you know, borrowing guidelines that people could get in and buy a mortgage and get a mortgage and buy a house. Now, if you qualify for a loan, banks are really strict and they fine tooth comb everything that comes along their desk because they don't want to get caught again. You know, everybody's talking about this. Uh, experts always tell us, hey, by the way, this is not the same type of market that we had before. 
people were buying as investments. Right now, what you see people out here buying is to actually live in. Mm -hmm. This whole thing about politics and energy and everything else has caused people to actually make moves. You'll notice that as people get priced out in different states, our state becomes more affordable to them. So you got a lot of people from California, Washington, Oregon, New York, um, Florida coming here. That's the kind of stuff that we got to prepare for. But I got to tell you, eventually those people run out of money too yeah. when the prices go too high. So I tell people, my best advice is, hey, if the timing is right for you to buy, then you buy. Once again, interest rates 3%. Couple years ago, if you bought a house, you were at six, seven percent interest rate. You're half that right now. Yeah. Why not? Exactly. So that's a great point, and I'm really glad you touched on the percent. So, let's say that again, going back to the scenario of the first-time home buyer, right? Um, how can he prepare himself with his credit, with his uh, just having his assets, so that he's able to qualify for that? Because, like you mentioned. Before, people didn't have skin in the game. There was no money being deposited. They had maybe poor low score ratings. How can a first time home buyer start to take the steps to prepare so that when the perfect house comes in the market, he not only has his down payment, he has a great credit, a great credit score. Like what, what could you, what advice would you give that first time home buyer? My first piece of advice to that homeowner is, you know, if they contacted you, Maria, make sure that you're putting them in front of your lender. Okay. Let your lender be the professional that actually give them the information that they require to get to where they need to be at. Because I, I got to tell you, every case is unique. And until you pull somebody's credit and see where they're at financially is when you're really going to find out. So a person doesn't know what they don't know. Right. So only an expert is going to be able to tell them that. So if you put them in front of your professional lender, I can guarantee almost to a T that that deal will go to summation and close because they started off right. You got to start off with a good foundation, good advice right off the bat. Not just somebody over the phone saying, hey, by the way, I think my credit's good. What can I qualify for? Because you get that a lot. And what's the interest rate? Well, I don't know. I've never pulled your credit. And just try to pull an interest rate out of the sky to try to get their, their business. So I think that if you're working with professionals, you're always going to get the best yields, the best results for your client. So I always tell first time homebuyers, get with the professional that knows the programs that you're trying to qualify for. There are still down payment assistance programs, but I got to tell you in this market, it's very competitive and there's not, you know, you will not be able to get any of that money. Uh, how would you say set aside for you until you actually have a contract and you can't get a contract until you have the money. Yes. So that's the unfortunate part about this program right now for people that are trying to qualify for down payment assistance program, but they are out there. I would tell an agent, I would tell a first time home buyer, don't give up. Don't give up because when you least expect it, the market's going to turn as well. Okay. So you said something that was very interesting that I that I just learned as I became an agent because when I was a buyer, I was all about seeing the houses. I'm like, I would see a pretty house on the internet and I'm like, I would call an agent like, hey, show it to me. And um, some agents would be like, well, have you, do you have pre-approval? And I'd be like, no, they wouldn't even take me out there. So really understanding that the first step to home ownership is getting that pre-approval, right? Getting that, uh, setting that up, because if you do happen to find the house of your dreams, you want to make sure that you qualify for that house and you have the, so um, I just I just want to appreciate that you said that because I didn't know that. Uh, I just learned that as, a, as an agent, but as a buyer, I was completely on the other side. Yeah, it's a little bit harder when you're a buyer on the other opposite end, but I got to tell you, because you've had success in real estate purchases yourself and you own a couple of rental properties, I got to tell you, 
that's what inspires me to make sure that we always have good agents in this office. People that know what are good, sound real estate advice and investments and what they look like. So I can guarantee that you're going to look for the right, try to, you know, partnership for our clients, for your clients, right? Because that's what you look for when you made your purchases. So there's always that shimmering of hope that every agent does the same thing. Um, and there is a method to our madness yes. to do it right from start to finish. Um, and I always say hire professionals because they always say that, you know what, if you think it's expensive now, you know, to, to hire somebody who's not uh, experienced, wait till you see how much it costs you to have to find somebody to actually try to get you to get to where you wanted to get. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And, um, you know, for those of you who are going to hear the phone ringing, that was an unfortunate. We're taping live, so we want to make sure that. That happens. Are you kidding me? Clients are already calling you. They're, they're listening to your podcast as we speak. Exactly. That actually was a client. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> no, Ricardo, it's been such a pleasure. Um, you know, I, I like I mentioned, uh, I'm, I'm new, but I'm learning so fast. And having a mentor such as yourself, it uh, just really a phone call away, a text message away. It's so reassuring to me as a new agent, because I know that no matter what situation comes out there, I can always reach you and you will guide me and walk me through the step. And I will be able to be the best agent for my customers, for, for my buyers or in my sellers, because that's really why I got into this to help out. Thank you, Maria. And you know what? I you, you brought attention to that, uh, that you're a new agent. But once again, you know, when I when I started talking to you about real estate in my office, I always said, please fall back on my experience because I am responsible for every single transaction that comes into this office. So any client that's going through you pretty much goes through me. So I know that you're gonna reach out to me whenever you do have questions. I gotta tell you, even my more experienced agents in here that have been here 20, 30 years, still ask me questions because the market is so volatile right now. A lot of things have changed. We have escalation clauses. We have people doing appraisal waivers that don't know how to write up certain things on opposite ends. Um, so those are little things, nuances that happen in real estate. So please, I just want to let your audience know that, you know, it's a very trying market for even new agents and experienced agents. But the good thing is that you've got somebody with a lot of experience. And if we don't know the answer, we can find the answer right. Because I got to tell you, every client deserves to be represented to the fullest of our abilities. Yeah, I agree. And I feel really confident, you know, uh, having, again, your mentorship. So thank you so much, uh, listeners. It's been such a pleasure. I hope that you take a couple of nuggets uh, of good information here. And feel free to send a message. Uh, leave a voicemail. Leave, send a message. Reply somehow because we definitely care about being out there uh, and giving you the best uh, buying experience, selling experience. So thanks again for tuning in. Uh, stay tuned for next episode next week. Thank you so much.